Okay, I'm gonna press record. Make sure it's all working. Okay, I think we're good to start. Welcome to the It Crowd podcast. Um, this is a super exciting day. Uh, we actually have our first guest, which is probably the most important guest we will have on the show. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> this is a really, really fun day. Um, this is Micah again. You met me in the first episode. Um, and with us is Lindsay, the owner and CEO of the It Crowd Marketing. We are super excited to have her join us and uh, talk a little bit about what she's done and what... Um, what she has maybe planned in the future. So we'll get the conversation going. Um, yeah, so Lindsay, tell us Hi. about <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Um, first, I have to tell you, um, and the listeners know this from the initial podcast, is that um, you know this is something that's fun and new for the It Crowd. And it's even more new for me. I didn't really know that this was happening until it was presented to me just about two weeks ago. And I have to tell you, it is a dream come true as an entrepreneur to have absolutely unbelievable people that are on this team that create things that are like this, that I don't know that's happening until I become a guest on it. So uh, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Um, and I'm excited to see where this podcast goes. So congratulations. Yes. And thank you too, because we are very lucky to have a boss that will let us do these types of things. <laughs> <laughs> there are lots of bosses that would be like, heck no, but you are like, heck yes. So Let's this go. is perfect. <laughs> Sounds fun. Do it. Um, and it's kind of a fun little situation. We're continuing to be creative. Um, we are recording right now in our homes. Um, so we had to get a little bit techie and we're using Zoom. Uh, recording the audio in multiple different ways. So uh, as we mentioned in the first episode, we are learning and you're going to learn along with us. So this is a fun journey. Yeah. So, and speaking of journeys, let's just hop right in and talk about um, your journey to the it crowd. Sure. Definitely. Lots of journeys that are currently happening and have happened in the past for sure. Um, so like I said, uh, my name is Lindsay Hetner. I started the company in November of 2014, and I started it out of necessity. So serial entrepreneur, I, I kind of fell into being an entrepreneur. I was a defiant child. And so with that, it was really one of those of, I didn't want to boss that was going to tell me what to do or how to do it or when to do it. And if I ever became a boss, I didn't want to be the boss that told people how to do it, what to do and when to do it. Because it's really important that each person does it the way that they feel is best. And clearly we have parameters around things, but uh, it's important that you are able to grow and shine within within those specific uh, job tasks or, or your career. And so anyway, so that's how it kind of started. And the fact that I didn't want a traditional boss, uh, my family, my parents uh, worked for corporate America and I watched them climb the ladder and they're absolutely unbelievable at those things, but it just wasn't something for me. So I started businesses and I've been very blessed to be able to start them, grow them, and then and then sell them. So my last company were actually clothing stores. Uh, that wasn't what I needed to do. I shouldn't have probably done that. I'm not really a girly girl that wants all of these clothes, <laughs> but I had a girlfriend of mine 
tell me, she goes, I'll run the front end and you run the back end because you know the business side of things. And okay, so begrudgingly, I opened this clothing store. I bought this clothing store with her and a few years into it, she no longer was part of the clothing store, but I was able to continue that store, start a second store, uh, and then do an online presence. And through that, I just learned so much about marketing, not just not just B2C marketing, because I was in a consumer goods yeah. business at that point, but I took it one step further in the fact that there were other companies that were around us that were hairstylists, that were the post office or, you know, places that women would go to. And I had a women's clothing store. And so I partner with them on a B2B level. And so if they had customers, then I could take advantage of that and vice versa. So that's how that started. Um, the online store as well taught myself how to do all of that. At that point, Shopify was pretty new. And to this day, guys, if you have an online store, Shopify is the way to go. They I were the first, <laughs> yeah, they were the first ones to the market. And they were also one of the first, first people to the market that would actually um, integrate your online store with your POS system. And that was a game changer for us because especially in the retail side of it, you just continued over and over and over again to have your inventory completely changed. And so yeah. if you have people buying online and people buying in store, it was a disaster if they didn't talk with each other. So I digress. Anyways, no, so here's there. Actually, I love the fact that you're talking about your retail experience because I knew about the stores, but I have never heard the details. So this is yeah. actually new information for me as well. Yeah, good. Well, it was fun. I actually just this last weekend was going through some old videos and was watching, we did photo shoots every day. We did massive photo shoots every quarter, which was so fun. One of them, uh, there's a carnival that comes to Dallas. And so one of our quarterly photo shoots was at the carnival. So I had all kinds of girls come, dress them. And then we went to the carnival and it was just an unbelievable scene and background for everything. So just got to learn all about these things. And then as I was doing that, I was involving other businesses with that. So, you know, we had the hair salon, we had the makeup salon, we had the photographers, we had the carnival, we had them all. Like we had all of these different businesses that were involved, which is really cool. But so through all of that, I loved the marketing side of it. I was I was learning it myself. And if I was a consumer, what would I want to see from a business? And I was trying to figure out all the different things that you could do. And unfortunately, I was running a business at the same time. So I couldn't just do the marketing. So that's where my journey started. I was looking for something or someone or anything to come in and help me with what was going on. I had ideas. I was creative but I also needed help implementing those things. But I didn't know what I didn't know either. So we needed something, like I said, someone or anything to come in, teach me, talk to me about what I currently was and where I was as a business, give me kind of an idea of what we could do and the options, and then actually do those things for me. And I couldn't find that. So I found a few different things. I found you could have consultants that would come in and they would tell me everything that was wrong with my business. They're very good at that. Um, and then after that, the problem was is that they wouldn't implement it or they would give me other people that would implement it, but now I'm managing these other people and I don't have time for that. I'm running a business. The second thing that I would find is I would find what you would consider a traditional agency. And you would go in and they would give you great ideas, 
And then you would line item all of those ideas and all the things underneath those ideas. You get a price next to each one of them. And at the end of it, if anything ever changed, then your price changed. And as a business owner, I really needed something that was on a monthly basis. And I could understand how much I was going to be paying, but I needed that partner as well. So that wasn't something that really worked for me. And the last one that I found is I found companies that they would sell me what I call a widget. And this widget was, you have to have a website. You have to have a billboard. You have to do online ads. You need to do a mailer, whatever those different types of things were. And they sold me that because that's the only thing that they had to sell. And that was something that I didn't need either. So like I said, I needed something or someone or anything to come into the business, look at it holistically, go, hey, these are some of our ideas. This is what I think that we should do. Let's create a plan for it. Let's discover, let's plan, then let's execute that. And then, hey, if that doesn't work or we wanna go a different direction next month, let's repeat that process. And so here we are. I created the it craft. And so our proven process is discover, plan, execute and repeat. And we definitely do that. And so I found a need in the market, at least for me. And what's been awesome is seven years later, or almost seven years later, um, there are a lot of people out there that have the same need. So we've definitely filled a niche, which has been fun. Yes. And that's, and I've, I've heard that the best inventions come from when you realize something that in your regular day you don't have. Um, I was actually, I think it was like a podcast or YouTube video or something that I watched, but it talked, this lady talked about how every day throughout her life, she would keep a little journal. And if there was something that she ran into or something that was inconvenient, she would jot that down and she would go back and look at those ideas and kind of discover things that might help other people. Cause she's probably not the only person that has these problems. That's so awesome. Being able to find something like you did and create a niche around it is I mean, it's brilliant to me because we have, we do things a little bit different. And I think that we're going to say this in every single one of our podcast episodes because it's true. Um, so it's, it's fun to hear how it came about um, because one, it's proven to work and we've been around for seven years. That's saying something. <laughs> there are a lot of companies that don't last that long. So I feel like we're just getting started too. So it makes yeah. me excited. Yeah. And because I mean, I haven't been here the whole seven years. I've been here for a small, small amount of time. And the amount of change that I've already seen is incredible. So it's, it's really exciting to have that business plan and model behind us um, and have you kind of power us through it and teach us and help us grow. Well, thanks. I hope I don't drive you guys crazy with all of the ideas. But No, <laughs> not at all. Um, it's like every week I'm like, Ooh, we should do this. And Ooh, this is a fun idea. And so now it's fun. Cause I have people on the team listeners. So it's very important yes. that you build a team around you that will tell you, no, even though I am the CEO of this company and the founder of this company, I have awesome teammates that know the mission, know the vision, know our values. And will look at me like I have eight eyes and tell me no for ideas. Because it doesn't go along those, or it doesn't go in the projection that we need to go. And so, like I said, listeners, make sure if I could give any bit of advice when it has to do with people being on board and teammates, it's important that you have those teammates that tell you the truth, that tell you yes, but then also tell you no, and make sure that you stay in line just as much as you have them stay in line. Completely agree. Um, And I know that was a little piece of advice, but I, 
I think there are probably a few listeners out there who, one, maybe they're worried about starting their own business or two, they're worried about taking that next step in marketing. Um, And you have done both. You literally stepped into marketing and, and grabbed it by the horns. So do you have any advice for anybody that might be a little bit worried or hesitant about starting really anything? Yeah, um, I've helped quite a few companies or people make that leap. Um, I have to be completely honest with you. I said that in the beginning, uh, I kind of fell into being an entrepreneur. And when I was young and coming out of high school and, and, and in my schooling, I was poor. I mean, we're all poor when we're at that age. And so I was either going to be poor working for somebody else or I was going to be poor working for myself. And that's kind of how it happened. And as you get older, you have more responsibilities. You have a house, you have family, you have a 401k that you have to worry about. You have benefits, like you have these things that you have to worry about. And so taking that leap from what would be corporate America into entrepreneurship is a little bit harder. And I'm not going to lie about that. I don't know if it would be something that I would be able to do now. That doesn't mean, and I don't want people to think that it's not something that can happen, but there's a lot more planning and there's a lot more um, definitely having a plan and making sure that you're following that plan. And and, and it kind of being a proven plan when you first start out Yeah. um, or else I think it would be a lot harder. Uh, But yeah, I would say, talk to mentors, talk to other people. There's absolutely no reason to reinvent the wheel when it comes to starting your own business because business is business is business is business. And you have to start it the same way, no matter what type of business you're in, even if that's B2B or B2C or a technology company or anything like that, all of the initial steps are the same. And so don't try to figure that out by yourself. So look for mentors, ask people. uh, And then after you have your bearings, and Micah, you and I actually just talked about this the other day. After you have your bearings, after you have your processes, after you have your baseline, and that is the same as riding a bike because you already know how to do that, then start being creative after that. That's exactly right. No, I think that's a great point. And I'm glad that you mentioned um, that it's not easy because one thing that we really want to cover in this podcast is honesty and whether it's brutal honesty or just the hard truth, I think it's important for people to know that not everything is easy. To get what you want, you are gonna have to put in a little bit of work. So I think that honest advice is going to be appreciated by a lot of people. Cause I know starting a business, like right at the beginning, cause I've always thought about it too like yeah. in the past. And it's, it's kind of a fantasy in a way. Um, and there's, there's just a lot of drive and motivation that needs to come with it. And that's, that's when you see people succeed. Um, so it's, I think your advice is, is perfect, honestly. Well, thank you. Uh, I had a guy, he's actually one of our graphic designers. And um, in the beginning, he he worked with us. So he actually worked with me more than he works with the team now, but we talked quite a bit and he actually was a contractor for us. And uh, he continued to go, Lindsay, I want, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to start my own business and you're your own boss and you get to do whatever you want to do. And I'll leave his name out of it. But I said, um, that's not how this works. One. And the entire time he goes, no, but you can take off when you want to take off. You can go do what you want to do. You can work as many hours as you want. And I continued to kind of coach him and go, that's not the reality of this, but 
I am here to help if you want to go out on your own because he wanted his own design firm. So he ended up taking the leap and doing his own design firm. And he was brilliant at it. And really, I mean, he did very, very well for himself. And a few years later, he, when we stay in contact, but a few years later, he reached out to me and goes, you were completely right. I work more hours than I've ever worked. I have absolutely no work-life balance in any way, shape or form. My customers and clients are now the bosses of me. And I can't take off when I want or how I want or any of those things. And I just kind of laughed and he actually ended up going back into the corporate world, but it is, it's different. It's hard. It's, um, and if you want a work-life balance, being an entrepreneur is not the way to go because, uh, that is your life, uh, that, and that's what you will be doing all day, every day, all night. And in your <laughs> forever and ever forever <laughs> but no that's awesome it's but you touched on the point that I think is important you have to try I do think you have to try to know that it might not be the right thing for you oh Sometimes yeah that's hard because it costs a lot of money but yeah. uh hey but you can say that you did it and maybe jump back into it when you're ready in the future I totally agree go for it if, if it's something that you want to do you go for it just know what you're getting yourself into yes which is important to talk to people and get advice and listen with an open mind. Cannot stress that enough. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let everybody get to know you a little bit more personal um, or more on a personal level. So we talked about you a little bit in the first episode about how you are our, you're going to be our on the road anchor. So you are traveling. Yeah, Um, I know. Let us know about that. Cause I mean, I know all the fun details and I am crazy envious of it, but so I kind of live vicariously through Lindsay, but uh, let's, let's hear the story. Let's hear sure. the inspiration behind why you did this. Sure. So I guess it was, what was it? Last March. Yeah. Uh, so when, when COVID started hitting, uh, I sent everybody home the first of March and Uh, we had just built out this beautiful office. So leased a property for five or six years, built it out and just had everybody start coming in just a few months prior to that. And then COVID hit and had to make the decision of needing everybody to stay at home at that point. Well, I still went into the office every day. Uh, We we have our own building. So it wasn't, a, it was a safe thing. I was the only person that was touching anything around that building. And so I felt as if it was safe for me to go. So I'm sitting there in a 6,000 square foot space by myself every day for months at a time. And at that point, my soon to be husband and I looked at each other and said, we could be doing this here, or we could be doing this from Alaska because everything is over zoom at this point. And why are we sitting here? So we started thinking about it. We actually watched a Netflix documentary about this couple that was living on a sailboat. And that would all, that was always Ryan's dream is to live on a sailboat. Really? And I did not know that. Yeah, it looked awesome. But at the same point, there's this water aspect that you might die aspect to it that really turned me off. But the adventure part was something that I definitely wanted to do. So we had kind of been thinking about it, didn't know really what we wanted to do. We both have houses here in Dallas. We both have cars. We both, you know, we have all of the things. And we were driving, because every weekend we like to explore wherever we are. And so we were driving up to Oklahoma and we were on our way back and there's an RV store that's 
on 35. So I said, why don't we just stop in and go look at it? So we stopped in and we went into our first RV and it was a trailer. And I looked at Ryan and he looked at me and we had the exact same thought of, oh my gosh, we could do this. Like, this is beautiful. We could live in one of these. So not very much longer after that, we both sold our homes. Oh, that's my favorite part. Yeah, we both sold our homes. Ryan sold his car. I left mine. Um, and then he actually has a Jeep as well. Uh, we started looking for motorhomes. We bought a 40-foot motorhome. Had no idea what we were doing. Ryan had to go get a specific license for driving this motorhome. The poor man, like, had to learn how to drive this. We ended up selling everything and then we left in September and we have been now on the road for seven months. We are just going place to place wherever we want to go. We've decided that we will stay out for another year to year and a half. So Micah, that might be new news to that you. That is brand new information. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get to come back and I get to love on the team about every six weeks. So I get to see them in person and you know, our team now is hybrid. So if you want to go into the office, you can. And if you don't, you can stay home. We have a very social team. So they like to be in the office, which is I'm, I'm very thankful for. Um, but it hasn't been a huge transition. I don't think, at least on my side, it has been a little bit for some of our teammates. But I get to see them every day in our Monday or our in our morning meetings and our nighttime meetings. And then I get to see them every six weeks. So yes, I am a vagabond as of right now. I never Never thought that I would say that. I live in a motorhome in trailer parks across the United States, and it is phenomenal. Um, we have now gotten married on the road, which has been really fun. And the misconception of of this lifestyle is really interesting because I I'm telling you, about fifty percent of people are my age. Um, and they are like country clubs, like these places that we go to, they have tennis club, they have tennis courts and they have pools and pickleball is a thing. I didn't know that pickleball would, I, I, I've never heard of this. And now I play pickleball. So uh, <laughs> it's definitely a lifestyle. It's different. We've done a lot of the West Coast as of right now and we keep on going. So it's fun. That's, I think that's so fun. It's, I mean, cause they considered last summer, the summer of 2020, the, the summer of the RV. Yeah. I know that's true too for my family because my parents jumped in and bought an, an RV and they are obsessed with it. Like yeah. anytime they can get on the road, they go. Mm -hmm. And you're right. The places that you can stay now are absolutely incredible. And yep. we may we may have to share with your permission um, a few pictures <laughs> from your trip too, or at least of the scenery, like different things. It's It's pretty impressive. Yeah, um, uh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. I think that we should. Uh, it's definitely been fun. The people that I get to meet are are fun. See, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> fun is fun is the right word. Because <laughs> uh, that would be that would be my favorite part for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a totally different lifestyle, and we have embraced it. We love it. Now, don't get me wrong. Maybe we'll do another podcast with all the horror stories that we have learned about, and I've got videos of those too. So, uh, but yeah, it's been fun. That would actually be a really fun podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to consider that. No, but my, my absolute favorite thing, and because I actually learned that Lindsay was doing this right at the beginning while I was interviewing. Um, so it was it was incredible to see somebody that had complete trust in their team and bring new people on. 
and then have the courage to, to manage away from the office um, and still enjoy life the way that you do. And it's that I think that overall is my favorite thing about you is based on what you talked about with the, the businesses and the marketing past that you have, the business endeavors um, to what you're doing now is you are not afraid to take a leap. And if you don't know it, you will figure it out. <laughs> and I think a lot of people need to have that courage, but it's, it's not something that's just naturally within a lot of people. So it's, it's exciting. And it's, we look up to you for that for sure. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And yes, I would not be able to do this without the unbelievable team that is, that is behind all of this. Uh, they run the day to day. You guys, you guys do everything. And Micah, you know this, but our listeners don't know this and I give them all of the credit. So kudos to you guys. <laughs> well, thank you. No, it's, and we hope that the few, well, actually probably like next week or so, we'll be recording a few of these um, in the office too. So we promise you guys will get to see the office because it is pretty incredible. Because um, last time uh, we recorded in just a small little conference room in the back and it was, it was fun. So we'll have to do like a little audio tour or something of the office and get you guys familiar with that. That's a great idea. So um, to close out, um, I kind of want to hear your favorite person you have met on the road? Oh. Or a favorite favorite story. Doesn't have to be long, doesn't have to be short, just your favorite memory. But specifically, I think it'd be fun to hear about a person. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, I'll, I'll give you some generalized people that, so you have people that are full-timers. So we're considered a full-timer, but we travel full-time. There are other people that are full-timers and stay in one place and in one park the entire time. Um, the free spirit spirit that is within these people is, is, is fun to watch. Uh, we had a little girl that was actually behind us uh, a few weeks ago and it was fun because the weather was really nice. So we'd open up everything. She would be outside playing and she did not care. I mean, she was screaming and yelling and singing and dancing and you are right next to each other. So <laughs> I'm on conference calls and this little girl is howling at the moon and I, I don't know. So that was, that was really fun. It is interesting because depending on what park you're in depends on if people are social with you or not. So there are some that it, you can't leave without talking to 18 people. And there are some that want nothing to do with you. So that's been really interesting too. Uh, but I would say the most favorite things that I have uh, from the trip is just the exploration. You know, we try to go somewhere and stay there for three to four weeks. And then on the weekends, because I'm still working throughout the week, but on the weekends, we like to take the Jeep and we like to just go and explore and, and meet new people and then also see new things. And we were foodie, foodies, so we like to eat in different places. And I think probably one of my favorite memories so far was we packed a picnic and drove. We didn't know where we were going, but ended up on top of a mountain and sitting outside where there's nobody there. You can't see anything, there are no planes, there's just nobody and sitting down and, and just like watching God's creation in front of you and eating a picnic. And it's so simple, but the quiet, but then hearing the wind go through the trees and I don't know, it, it, it's 
it was just absolutely unbelievable. So I get a lot of that, which is really cool and great for my soul. Uh, but I will have to, now that I have an idea of what you're going to be asking me, I'll start working on some pretty good stories for you. Yeah, because I know you have them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. Thank you so much for being on here with us today. I know our listeners probably really enjoyed hearing from you. Um, and I think the main lesson that we can learn really from this episode, if we had to recap, was take a leap, but do it with an open mind. So take that, run with it. Um, yeah, and that's that's it. Thank you I for being it. on here. Um, I'm sure we'll have you back because we'll be we'll be chiming in with you to talk about maybe things you've seen on the road, people you've met, different different things like that. So you guys will definitely be hearing from Lindsay soon. Sounds good, Micah. Thanks so much. And congratulations on the podcast. It's awesome. And everybody, make sure that you are keeping up and following us on uh, Apple, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, really anywhere that you need to listen to podcasts. We are available there. And next week, we'll actually be interviewing our account management team. So oh. you'll get to hear from Micah, the other Micah, and Kelsey. So look forward to that because it's going to be fun. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys.